0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. We'll surely appreciate it here on 100 Yards Football. I'm your host. Today, our 2024 NFL Draft prospect is Brock Bowers. So if you like the video today, please come in and share it. I would like to say today is I want to call a new beginning of a new staff covering the 2024 NFL draft. And I want everybody out there to know 100 yards football. Everybody knows I'm from the 901 Memphis, Tennessee. But I tell you today is one of the best days of my life because I got the most talented team joining me today. And I will put my life on it. And I've been so blessed. Many prayers to the Lord up top. So today, these great gentlemen are going to tell you about Brock Bowers. Over the past few months, I always say I got the best guy doing it. It's the highest level. I call him the Phil Collins of the 2024 NFL draft. Mr. Daniel Kelly will be joining me today. The second gentleman that's going to be in our staff covering Mr. Brock Bowers, is one of his talented writers of FirstRoundMark.com out of Denver, Colorado. I got a name for him, Bob Denver, Colorado. High, and then finally, our social social producer. I call him the best in the biz, as well as all the videos looking good for me over the last few years. He's the youngest member of 100 Yards Football. I put him up against anybody on social media producing any show right now. The very talented Mr. Logan Landers. So let's get this party started. Mr. Daniel Kelly is going to tell you about Brock Bowers the best tight end in the 2024 NFL draft.
1: Absolutely. um, um, Vince, uh, this is a real treat today to be on with you guys. Uh, William Yanish as well. And as you said, our show producer, Logan Landers. Uh, I'm really excited um, about uh, number 19. You see on your screen there, number 19 on the field and number one in the hearts of many Georgia Bulldogs fans Um, You know, all the time I always talk about this at at FirstRawMock.com, everything we do is predicated upon the game film. I can't stress that enough. I'm going to continue to bang on this drum every single chance I get because we are the only website in America doing this. That actually not only lists the games we've watched, but provides the actual game fill links for accountability purposes, as well as to draw you, the the person who loves the draft, deeper into the process behind the scenes. And so with that said, um, I'm going to go ahead and unpack this, starting by talking about the game film. Uh, I watched and evaluated seven games in 2022 of Brock Powers and eight games listed on my final report in 2023 against Tennessee, Ole Miss, Alabama, South Carolina, Kentucky, Auburn, Vanderbilt, and UAB. And I'm going to start out big on this one, okay? Um, I've really taken the Brock Bowers. How much have I taken the Brock Bowers? I have placed a Hall of Fame pre-draft grade on this Georgia tight end. It's only the second time in in my lifetime I've ever done this. Uh, The first time was last year with another Georgia Bulldogs player being Jalen Carter uh, pre-draft. Brock Bowers may just end up being Being the number one player on my entire first round mock board when it's all said and done and the the, the smoke and dust settles here and I get my official first round mock uh, released by April 1st. Um, I have a lot of good things to say about Brock Bowers and um, well, let's start by saying this. If I'm sitting in a war room right now and they're going around the table and they say, "Okay, Daniel, you know, on the NFL team. What are your thoughts about Brock Bowers? Um, One word. One word summarizes Brock Bowers. Wow. The most dynamic word in the English language in my mind. Wow. Complete tight end. Uh, The same level of play the entire game. Doesn't matter if George is up by 35, doesn't matter if they're down by seven. Brock Bowers attacks each and every rep with the same level of effort and intensity and, and, and technique as he does all the rest of the plays in the game. I really haven't seen that uh, from memory of all the years I've been evaluating and watching players. This guy, uh, it's, it's like a foreign language to him to take plays off. Uh, this guy is, um, well, let me start by unpacking three traits and characteristics I think are uber attractive to an NFL team uh, headed into this draft process as we're moving closer to draft day. Number one, uh, really uh, selflessness. Uh, that's the first uh, trait that I mean that that's that's really uh, just jumped out at me uh, on game film. Uh, this guy is all about team uh, number two uh, level of competitiveness. I just touched on it a moment ago. This guy is ultra competitive. Uh, this guy, like I said, he is tenacious. He attacks every play. I don't care if it's a, a pass play. He attacks one blocks with the same level of intensity. Uh, this guy doesn't have big man on campus syndrome. This guy is very humble and he attacks each and every single play with the same level of competitiveness, which is very impressive. Number three, uh, and this is something that uh, tells you, see, a lot of people on social media give me a lot of grief because I don't watch all 22 film. Instead, I watch televised games. I think there's a lot of value in televised games because the televised games, the network spent a lot of money and research uh, going into into the games. I love listening to this stuff. In the, in, the, in the commentators comment if you if you watch these Georgia games and you click on the links on our website firstronbach.com you'll see that you know you'll hear these announcers rather you'll hear them talking about how Brock Bowers opens things up for other receivers because he draws so much attention to himself running routes a lot of times he'll draw two defenders often a safety will come downhill and uh, you know linebacker corner, you know, third corner whoever else is assigned to him uh, will also be on him so so he helps. So when you bring in a Brock Bowers, in other words, to a team, not only are you getting a premier receiver and blocker, but you're also getting somebody who's going to open up uh, other opportunities for other receivers on your roster as well and line the coverage load a little bit for, for the other receivers. Um, I, I, I take Brock Bowers before any wide receiver in the 2024 NFL draft. And, and Why? Uh, well I think it probably comes from the influence of Joe Gibbs growing up uh, watching him um, you know with all the different mismatches and everything that he coordinated back when he lined up Gary Clark the wide receiver at tight end um, having the influence of a Charlie Weiss who was the offensive coordinator when I worked at the New York Jets um, you know coming in every day and joking around with me and uh, really a king of mismatches I've had a lot of influences in my life that really uh, live for the mismatch and Brock Bowers if you look him up in the dictionary under the word mismatch you'll see his picture there on your screen number 19 hypothetically of course because this guy is is a lot of traits that are going to be extremely exceptionally difficult for a lot of NFL safeties and linebackers to keep up with uh, linebackers and safeties historically are a little bit stiffer in the hips a little bit less uh, agile if you will and not you know there's some there's some flexibility issues that's why a lot of them the backups play on special teams in the NFL which I was a special team scout with the New York Jets um, you know unpacking the positives um, let me just kind of paraphrase that this guy is earmarked for for greatness. Um, he, he is, he could have played in any era. Uh, you see him with a helmet there for Georgia. You could have thrown a leather helmet on this guy. Uh, some of the positives he's athletic. Uh, he's got real speed and real acceleration. He's energetic, instinctual, aggressive, versatile pre-snap. Um, he can move around. You can line him in tight to the line of scrimmage pre-snap. You can split him into the slot or out wide. He does have that pre-snap built in versatility to him. Uh, defenses, uh, have to account for him at all times, guys. Uh, any type of defensive coordinator in the NFL has got to know where Brock Bowers is lining up and what he's doing. He'll even take a handoff once he even took a snap. Um, this guy is a major distraction for NFL defenses. Uh, to contend with. Uh, he's a muscular target. You can see on your screen there, he's got a good uh, good, uh, de- defined, a uh, nice definition to his build. Um, he, he's um, he's a muscular target. He knows how to box out defenders. Very important. Excels short to intermediate routes, uh, smooth polished route runners, sets up defenders. Um, it, this is a beautiful thing. So I want us to really capture this uh, is how he's his signature move. When he comes down, he's coming down he he comes down hard on defenses. He he accelerates in the defenses. And what he'll do, guys, and to our listeners is he'll he'll do a little like a, you know, like this right before he's right, you know, it's a signature move. He does this little this little head thing. And you don't know as a defender what exactly that means until it's too late. Uh, because he can go this way, he can go that way. And it gives him just an extra split second advantage against the defender that's covering him to, to create even a bigger throwing window and bigger opportunity for himself in the routes. Master of route leverage. Uh, he can swim move over the defenders, put his arm over defenders, swim move. Wins um, a lot in man coverage at the break point, uh, destroys zone coverage, and uh, he's a great blocker as well. As you can tell, I would send this guy a Valentine's Day card if I could. Um, Weaknesses. They all have weaknesses. Tony Rosano, Secrets NFL scout, the old scouting director with San Francisco 49ers, said there are no 10s. There are no 10s. This guy struggles. Brock Bauer struggles separating against uh, man coverage uh, on vertical routes and horizontal uh, so down the sidelines, and when he's pressed up against the sidelines, he does struggle to create separation. And also with crossing routes coming across the quarterback's face, uh, he can as well uh, struggle to create separation. This guy ideally runs routes with break points, and he is also – Also, lastly, I'll conclude by saying he's average on contested catches. Those are the two, you know, really problematic things. Again, scouting is not about, you know, finding the one-off. It's about finding tendencies and and patterns over a sustained period of time. But those are the biggest weaknesses I found in Brock Bowers. Now I'm going to turn it over to William Yanish, who is... um, (laughs) I, uh, boy, I could spend the rest of the show just talking positive things about William Yanish, who has been a tremendous uh, contributor to FirstRawMock.com. I think uh, he was one of those guys, If uh, well, he, he told me the story, I didn't remember it correctly, but he was one of those guys that he and I started butting heads a little bit on social media to begin with, and then we've turned into tremendous friendship, and, and also uh, he is a, tremendous at what he does as an evaluator. This guy is a real grinder. Uh, he, he grinds film for breakfast. And uh, it's a real honor and privilege to have William Yanish at firstroundmock.com as one of our lead contributors. And, um, and he, outside of me, I believe, uh, William, you've written the most articles of anyone on the site. So with that said, I will uh, turn it over to you to share your thoughts because I know tight end. I know you well enough to know <laughs> tight end. Tight end is a very position that's very near and dear to your heart. William Yanish, take it away on Brock Bowers.
2: All right. You know, I got my, got my hat. My bill curled just right, you know, I'm feeling good today. Oh, it's good to be here. It's um, like a racehorse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just made that comment in an article. Anyway, <laughs> we we're talking about Brock Bowers here. All right. You know, um this is, is a player, I mean, it was just obvious from the beginning. I mean, he is his dominant, you know. There the the word generational is thrown around way too much you know these days i mean every year there's another one you know another quarterback or something like that but you know brock bowers he has you know generation generational traits i mean he has explosion i mean the leg drive you know when he's playing i mean you can just see it i mean he exploits zone uh zone coverage and you know he bullies in man coverage you know i i I would like to see this guy and uh, Joey Porter Jr., you know, one-on-one, you know, sometime in, in the near future when it comes to this league. You know, I mean, just to see something like that would be great. You know, when when, when they say that, that the smartest guy on the field is usually the backup quarterback, well, you know, tight ends are right behind that because, you know, we were the guys who wanted to be quarterbacks, but, you know, there was always – you know, something else to the team. So we ended up, you know, playing backup quarterback and tight end, you know. And that's one thing uh Brock Brock Powers has done, you know, he was a quarterback, he played linebacker, you know, in high school. I mean and this guy is just a peer, peer football player. He has extremely smooth movements and uh, you know, leg drive, like, you know, getting yards at after the catch. And there's a lot, you know, a lot of fans don't know exactly, you know, when they mention tight ends, you know, there's there's wide tight ends, which are, you know, the guys that catch passes and block, you know, and then there's, uh, you know, like, like slot tight ends, like, you know, Travis Kelsey and stuff like that. But um this guy is just all around. I mean he can line up anywhere on the field. They're I mean handing him reverses. <laughs> you know, I I mean this guy is 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 tearing it up. I mean <laughs> and what could have been would have been, you know, I I would have loved to see him with the better quarterback, you know. I mean, even In college or a quarterback that knows how to use their tight end, like, you know, Aiden O'Connell or uh, Brock Birdie, you know, those guys, uh, because of what they could have done for him, you know, I mean, there was Darnell Washington at Georgia last year as tight end and and you know, this guy, you know, being a, a, a class let or class younger, I mean. when he gets to the NFL I'm 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 going to love to see what he does because you know they talk about tight ends being drafted that high and everything else but like Daniel mentioned earlier you know I mean he just might be the best player in the draft and that's uh one of the things when it comes to tight ends, um, they're, oh, he has elite ball skills. He has, you know, good catch radius, you know, I mean, this just everything you want to see in a tight end. And, you know, I, I'd rather talk about flow, you know, if, it, if, it, if you want the technical point, you know, that's, that's where Daniel and I get along so well, cause he gets into the, you know, the very technical details and I I talk about the flow of the player, you know, watching their film, just seeing how comfortable they're playing, you know, and this guy just dominates every time he that's put on the field and. I believe, you know, he, 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 he should be a top five overall draft pick. But, you know, that's just me. What do you okay. think Vincent. Okay,
0: um. Next person that's want to give his opinion, he should be able to because he's a diehard Georgia fan. He's from Douglasville, Georgia, same place where I'm residing at. He's been our social producer for the last four years. Mr. Logan Landers, you're on the docket right now for Mr. Brock Bowers.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Mr. Football Vincent Turner. Uh, guys, you guys have said it great talking about Brock Bowers. The guy is generational. I mean, whenever the term NFL ready gets thrown around – you know, you can look at it and think, OK, let, I mean, really, is that just a term like DK mentions you throw out just because? But I genuinely believe that Brock Bowers is NFL ready. You could put him in any system on any team practically, and he would already be one of the top five tight ends, I think, in, in the NFL. You could see just the way he goes about it. Like you said, he's no nonsense. He, he keeps his head on straight. The guy's smart also. He's a finance major, so he's got to have some brains up there. And he's got all the tools you want on a field. I mean, I, I, I can't recall the time you see tight ends catching balls, you know, in the flats, on curl routes. And, and the speed that this guy gets off that first step, it's explosiveness. I mean, you don't see that type of speed from a lot of tight ends. And Brock Bowers, he's not just a, a smaller tight end. You can see, like we said, he's got that muscle, that definition that he's built up over his time at Georgia. Every time he stepped on the field, Brock Bowers was talked about at Georgia as one of the best players. And that's with the tremendous defenses that Georgia's had throughout the last three seasons. Brock Bowers has always been that guy that you come away thinking, man, look what he did to help out the team, whether it was catching touchdowns or getting a big play. He's got that clutch gene. We've seen him, we've seen him do it in big games and national championship games, semifinal games, where it matters the most. And he always comes to play. And let's not forget, he was hurt a little bit this past season coming into it, but he still went out and had a phenomenal year. And a guy who I I think that a lot of Georgia fans are going to miss just for the way he acts off the field, also a, a tremendous just player on the field. That can't be talked about enough. But Brock Bowers is, you know, people are saying he might be one of the best tight ends in college football, not this past year, not this past two, three years, but in history. That's just how dominant he was and how good of a player he was for the University of Georgia. And with that being said, I'll flip the ball over to Mr. Football. Vince is to give his thoughts on Brock Bowers.
0: Yeah, tremendous information about this young man from Napa, California. California, yeah, hey, in the house. Me being from Memphis, Tennessee, been an SEC fan all my life and followed the college football game since 1966. And up in the, growing up in the South, we have a saying, football's played the best down here, especially from a college perspective, not a professional perspective. So, DK, I'm not going to step on your shoes there because I know you're from the great state of Minnesota. But the one thing that stuck out to me about this young man, first of all, how did he get out of California with all those Pac-12 schools up there like USC, UCLA? He comes to Georgia. And it's tradition at Georgia. You think about George and all the great football players have had in the past from Bill Hartman, Billy Henderson, Charlie Trippie, Zeke Browkowski, Jimmy Orr, the great Francis Tarkenton, Bobby Walton, Steve Greer, Billy Payne, the founder of the 1996 Olympics, Bill Stanfield, Miami Dolphins Super Bowl champion, Terry Hogue, one of the best college safeties that played at Georgia from 1980-83. And then, of course, a young man from Riceville, Georgia, Herschel Walker. And you think about this young man who came from California and came down here and now could be mentioned with all the great Georgia football players in the history of their school. And let me throw David Pollack in there. Then you look at Brock Bowers and I think about all the college football tight ends that played this game John Mack at Syracuse, Callum Winslow Jr. Senior at Missouri, excuse me. Dave Casper at Notre Dame. Keith Jackson at Oklahoma. Tony Gonzalez at California. Shannon Shaw right now. Shake, Shake. Savannah State. Jimmy Giles. A lot of people don't know him. Alcor State in the house. The Swat. Tampa Bay's Buccaneers finest. Teamed up with Doug Williams. Charlie Young at USC. Charlie Sanders at Minnesota. That was pound for pound. One of the toughest football players that played with the Detroit Lions. Then, of course, Kyle Pitts with the Florida Gators now with the Atlanta Falcons. And you think about the young man playing the tight end positions three years at Georgia. When it's all said and done, when I'm gone to glory, we might look back and say, you know what, Brock Bowers might have been the best tight end of all time in college football. Two-time anonymous All-American. But this one really sticks out in my mind, and Logan can help me out here, and maybe you two, both you, DK, and Mr. William Yanish. You look at Georgia, the two national championship teams. Nicole B. Dean, Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter, Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis, Kelly Ringo, Louis Sign, Devontae White, Quay Walker, Chris Harris, all drafted in the NFL in a playing. And he came on that team as a true freshman, out of nowhere, as a tight end, ended up with 56 receptions, 882 yards, and 13 touchdowns his freshman year. And let's be real. He might have been pound for pound the best player on the team. Then he comes back his sophomore year, contributes to another national championship with Georgia, 63 receptions, 942 yards, Seven touchdowns. And while we talk about all the great college football players across that landscape in his freshman sophomore year, Brock Bowers might have been the best player in the country. Then I go to another fact I want to bring up. I've been following this game the SEC for a long time since I came in this world and I started following them in the 1960s. And it's been some great football players that's played in this conference, man, from Leroy Jordan to Joe Namath, to Kenny the Kennedy Snake Stabler, Johnny Musso, Herschel Walker, Condit Holloway, Tony Robinson, Eric Curry, come on man, Danny Waffle, Archie Manning, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Eric Berry, Tony Nathan, Barry Krause, Joe Burrow. Your man DK, Tim Tebow, Raymond Bugs, my homeboy from the 9 1 Vanderbilt University, Chris Jones, right now, Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champion, Mississippi State, Barry Wilburn, another homeboy. You know what I'm talking about, DK, old oh, man. Oh,
1: I do. I was there. I was there when he had 99 yard interception returned uh, the day after Christmas in 1987 against the Vikings. I remember Barry Wilburn real well.
0: What I'm saying. All these great football players I just named that played in the SEC. When when it's all said and done, Brock Bowers is going to go down in history in that list of football players. And he's not even from the South. He's from the state of California. And then I look at his statistics while he was at Georgia in three years. 175 receptions, 2,538 yards, 26 touchdowns. Averaging almost 17 yards of catches a tight end, in the one game, we all talk about games that put legends on top of that rock, that put them over everybody else. It's not his two seasons that he won back-to-back national championships. It was this year against Auburn, his final year at Georgia. Fourth quarter, he had over 100 yards receiving. And will Georgia to a victory. In that game, he had eight receptions for 157 yards, one touchdown. But go back and look at that fourth quarter performance by Brock Bowers. Man, I've seen a lot of great football players play this game from a lot of positions, man. Lawrence Taylor, linebacker. Deion Sanders, Florida State. Excuse me, Lawrence Taylor, linebacker, North Carolina. Kenny Easley, free safety, UCLA. Ronnie Locke, cornerback at um, USC. Peter Warwick, wide receiver at Florida State. Bobby Butler, who's on our platform, cornerback Florida State. I'm just going out watching so many great players that I know about. I've seen Mike Singletary at Baylor. Eric Dickerson at SMU. I'm going to say this really quietly. Brock Bowers, in my opinion, is going to go down in that book as some of the greatest football players that ever played college football and if he stays healthy, I don't care which team draft him, the impact he's going to make, he's going to be maybe a nine to 10-year Pro Bowl player. And when we mentioned great tight ends that's played this game in the National Football League. We too much want to be talking about George Kittle or Travis Kelsey or Rob Gronkowski. We're going to be talking about Brock Bowers, man. He's one of the best football players I've ever seen come in college football. With my eyes, and I give much kudos and love today here on 100 Yards Football. And I've seen a lot of great football players in my age limit. I'm 63 years old. I can go back always 67 when I seen a young man out of Galileo High School, had that 64 yard run against UCLA, number one USC against UCLA, and his name was the Juice, O.J. Simpson. I get excited when I think about Brock Bowers. In the same breath, when I saw the young man out of, I want to say, uh, New Point News, Virginia, I hope I'm getting this hometown right. When he took an unknown program, Virginia Tech, and put him to another level, MV7, Michael Vick, Brock Bowers, has that type of star power. Back to you, DK, 100 yards of football, she should wrap up on Brock Bowers today.
1: Absolutely, Mister Turner. Thank you so much, and everybody who's uh, weighed in on Brock Bowers here. You know, I'm sitting here today. I'm drinking a Pepsi. You know, as as I'm sitting here, right the the taste of a new generation. Well, hey, that's Brock Bowers. He's he's the tight end of a new generation. I sit here and I listen, and there's so many great points you gentlemen have made today. You know, I sit there and listen to you, uh, William Yanish, about you know talking about the yak. You know, they, they, you know, that really stuck out there. And it's something I, I appreciate you touching on because this guy is a game changer. And when we talk about Yak, what we're talking about is yards after the catch. This guy would, you know, you put a Brock Bowers, okay? Let's say you put him with your Chicago Bears and you keep Justin Fields. Let's say that you take him with the New England Patriots and you keep a Mac Jones. You take him with the New York Giants and you keep a Daniel Jones. This guy breathes new life into these situations, into these offenses, because all of a sudden now these quarterbacks have somebody who can absolutely dominate at the short to intermediate route range and can pick up those coveted yards after the catch. Very key. I'm glad you touched on that, William. Uh, You know, Mr. Logan Landers, you know, you talk about the term generational. Absolutely. By far and away too much is that word and a term thrown around in, in NFL scouting circles and draft media circles. But you're right you you see we're you're seeing it right this guy is that type of generational talent i mean when i flipped on the film I, I i fell in love with this guy and it doesn't happen very often i'm probably the hardest grader in america uh when you look at my draft reports but this guy i took to him just like that and so that was some great points you made too mr landers and to you uh, mr turner the thing I always love, I always comment on most of our shows is how you bring the history into the show. I absolutely love that because you have a perspective of, of being on this, this earth longer than I have even in, in seeing, and we're both very, very young men and, and and, it's, <laughs> and, 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 seeing, seeing, you know, hearing the names you're mentioning and, and putting that in perspective, because I think in order to evaluate properly, the, the history of the game is a, is a, an important component that must be understood. Uh, Uh, As far as otherwise, what are you comparing them to? You know, it, it, it's, it's, that, that's very important that you brought it to the table. And, and in closing, when I look at Brock Bowers, um, you know, I, I see this. This has become a passing game, guys. Uh, you know, according to TeamRankings.com, 31 out of 32 teams pass the ball. I mentioned on previous shows, more than 50% of the time, seven teams more than 60% of the time, including the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, it's about passing and stopping the pass. That's what it's about. It's no longer the game we grew up with, uh, guys, uh, you know, where it's three yards and a cloud of dust. It's a, it's a passing game. And I think outside of quarterback, in my mind, as a guy who aspires to be an NFL general manager someday, as a guy who aspires to get a second chance in the NFL as a, as a scout... Um, in my mind, outside of quarterback, receivers are the second highest priority in this in this draft uh, for that reason. And when I say receivers, I'm also lumping tight ends into that. And I would, like I said, I would take Brock Bowers ahead of any wide receiver in this draft uh, because I think he is a bigger game changer, a media plug and play game changer where you just put him in and boop. All of a sudden, it's just your offense hits the reset button. Your final thoughts, Mr. Turnaround, Brock Bowers? I couldn't be more excited. I feel I, I'm more excited now than I was on a, a kid on Christmas morning when talking about talking about Brock
0: Bowers. Well, Mr. Yanis, your final words on Brock Bowers?
2: i just like to say, man, you know, when I turn on the film and a player pops like this, this is why I do this. This is why, I mean, he is – Here's all that in a bag of chips of Hawaii Mount. You know, <laughs> that's about all I can say. You know, it, it's it excites me to watch this player. And that doesn't happen too often, but then they're really fun to write about too. So I'm sure I'll, I'll be evaluating them on very new near
3: future.
0: Final Thank words. Final words, Mr. Logan Landis on Brock Bowers.
3: Yes, sir, uh, Brock Bowers. Hate to see you go as University of Georgia fan, but I uh, love to see where you end up in the NFL. We're all rooting for you. We think you're going to have a great career. And uh, like I said, this guy is a gamer, and I think he's going to have a tremendous Hall of Fame career in the NFL. Mr. Turner, your final words. Like the great lead singer, lead guitarist
0: for Alice in Chains, Jerry Pantrell, <laughs> the man in the box today is Brock Bowers. The University of Georgia, man, coming all the way from the state of California and making his stamp in three years at the University of Georgia to a school that's known for Tailback You, Herschel Walker, Ty Gurley, Nick Chubb, Garrison Hearst, Tim Worley, Keith Henderson, Musa Smith, Nosha Marino. And this gentleman comes on a talented football team. as a true freshman. They won back-to-back championships in his first two years and put up numbers. And now Mike go down as one of the greatest tight ends that ever played college football. maybe the greatest. Mr. Brock Bowers, you are the man in the box. Thank you to 100 Yards of Football. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Logan Landers, for making it happen today. Thank you for Mr. Daniel Kelly coming to us live from Key West, Florida. To Phil Collins. Of the 2024 NFL draft. And my man, Mr. William Yanish, coming out of the great state of Colorado, Rocky Mountain High, Bob, Denver. I'd like to say, <laughs> thank all y'all today here on 100 Yards of Football. Y'all be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you. you
3: thank you for listening to Believe.